Coming up next, Bokanet reads Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. and welcome back to Booking It. I am, of course, your humble and eloquent host, Mr. Cooper Cobbs, and joining me today are three of my good friends, Mr. Matthew Killingsworth, Mr. Isaiah Ritzke, and, of course, Mr. Tanner Lewis. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing good. How about you? Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. Thanks for asking, Isaiah. You know, as they say in Alice's Adventures in Wonderland, we're all mad down here. So, you know, I hope you're feeling as so mad as I am that's supposed to encourage today. the viewers? I am. <laughs> the the listener, yeah. Listeners, not viewers. Well, I whatever. know Matthew is as mad as I am today. Uh, I think we should take a quick yeah, second to describe our... what kind of mad we are. Are we like the uh, British mad, which means like crazy? Or like the mad, uh, like actually mad, like angry at everybody and everything? Oh, first and option. Tanner, you've been quiet. Yeah, first option, definitely. Yeah, Tanner, what about you? What do you think? I'm thinking second option for Tanner. He's not saying nothing. <laughs> I'm think- I was figuring out the right answer to that. All right, Tanner's mad. Um, uh, yeah, the British mad. We like to be yeah. proper down here. Lewis Carroll slash Charles Dodgson was British, so when he said we're all mad down here, it referred to the fact that we're all yeah crazy like the Mad Hatter. I think I'm so. a Mad Hatter type mad, so like a mixture of both. You did in our previously failed recording say that you played the Mad Hatter. Which one? Um, yeah. No, you said that. <laughs> I said I played the. No, uh, you said the rabbit and the caterpillar and the oh, Cheshire okay. cat. Right. But you said I right, played the right. Hatter. I did not. I gotta be honest. I didn't play okay. everyone. Yeah. Just most We've recorded this like three times now, or at least started recording yeah. it like three you times. Don't now. Need to, nobody needs so. to know that. Like why? I don't know. I, I mean, I we just talked fun. about it. That is good. You literally just brought it up. Truthful, virtuous. This is a quality podcast thing right here. Yeah, quality. Quality information. Okay, let's get on to some baggage. Baggage, of course, the segment where we explain what baggage we bring to said book by means of our history with said book. To kick us off, Tanner, why don't you go ahead and give us your baggage? So I read this book over the summer before school. Because I saw that it was on our book list, I realized that the movie basically copied the exact, the entirety of the book and was almost word for word, um, because that is how nonsensical it is. Realized that there was no plot line, hated it, set it down, reread it for school last week, and now here I am. Nice, nice. All right, uh, what about you, Matthew? Uh, I just read it first time ever last week, and I didn't like it much better than Tanner. Maybe a little bit, though. I thought it was kind of, like, wonky, a little bit fun, but it was yeah. pretty weird, like, maybe too much. Wacko. Ew, that Did sounds you ever like watch a, the movie growing up? Sounds like a Sonic Kids meal, like a wacky pack or something. Yeah, it's <laughs> what it's called, yeah. Uh, Did you watch the movie growing up, Matthew? Yes, of course. It's Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like the movie at all? Yes. Yeah. All right. Isaiah, what about you? Baggage for you. Um, first time I read it was a week ago for school. Uh, I have watched the 
live action movie and the cartoon. Like the cartoon better. Um, yeah. And yeah, I guess that's just kind of it. Watched those growing up and now finally read the book. I didn't actually know there was a book for a while until I looked at the mm-hmm. book list at the beginning of last like last semester. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah, same thing for me. You know, grew up with the movie. I haven't seen it that often. Uh, maybe only seen it all the way through once. Obviously, the Cheshire Cat Grin is classic. Off with her head is just something that I would have known. Um, and then, yeah, read the book a couple weeks ago for uh, both school and the podcast. And, yeah, I mean, it was the movie, but um, slightly worse and entirely nonsensical and absurd. I think that we, mm. we might touch on this. I think the movie works better simply because it's visual. And the book can get a little confusing in its absurdity and not make sense, which is something that the visual medium may be able to do better since you're watching it. Um, but yeah, I don't like it that much. So I didn't like it. I think most of you guys didn't like it, but like, why? What are your overall thoughts on Alice's adventures in Wonderland? There was no plot. It was crazy all over the place. And I mean, they say it in the book. It was mad. Like the yeah. crazy mad thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like the double meanings just threw me off so much. It was it was like reading um a tale of two cities and then just like getting your mind like like reading a tale of two cities except even more absurd. Just like the double meanings just like kept flowing off of the page, drove me nuts. Yeah, except even though that, it was uh, witty. Dickens is much more eloquent at his uh, allegories and more sophisticated probably. That's just what I was saying, basically. But you summed it up better. Yeah. Um, but as the most frequently, co- like one of the most frequently quoted books of all time, I was really disappointed. Yeah, I mean, there are some fun lines like you know the "We're all mad, I'm late." There are some iconic things like "Off with their head," "Off with his head," whatever. There's some iconic lines. The poems are pretty fun. The overall, in terms of like. Quality literature, kids' literature. I don't know. Like Tanner, did anybody have any younger siblings that read this book yet, or anything like that? Nope. I think it would appeal better to them than it did to us because they're younger. I don't know. We'll mm, test that theory. Yeah, I don't know. But I, maybe there is the argument it'd make more sense for them because it's number one a kid's story, and they just like nonsense stories like this is written for them it was made for them and they might enjoy it better but yeah i mean i'm not gonna like recommend this to my sisters to read before they have to for school so yeah that's the way we can test that um yeah for me i just it was just like too absurd like when you have a nonsense piece of literature an absurdist piece of literature you have to like at least have a little bit of like connection to reality. Like the same thing is with abstract art. Like if you see just a really, really, really abstract piece of art, it just it just doesn't make any sense to you, right? You just see like a canvas with paint splotches and it's like, Oh, this is the deep meaning of sorrow and the darkest night of the soul and you're like, I don't really see that. It's just a, you know, paint. Like it's, it, you don't get any relation to real life. It's just abstract. Um, but I remember this one piece of abstract art that it was basically a painting of the Eiffel Tower, but you had to look real hard to see it, and it was all like painted in a different color. And anyway, 
it was really cool, but it was abs- it was abstract, but also had, like a tie to reality. Like it, you could see there was some intentionality. But f- for me, this just didn't do it. It was just too nonsense, too abstract, and I don't know. Like the thing is with fantasy, you have to have, make something that's like familiar, but also foreign. And I don't know if this really got that feeling, or even if that was. Okay, there'd be two things. Number one, it didn't get that feeling. Or number two, it wasn't trying to. It was just trying to create something that was really weird, and it's just not for me. And both of those are actually probably really true. Um, but yeah. Anything to say about, like, the absurdity of it? Did you guys enjoy, like, the randomness, nonsense of it? Or was that really the thing that kind of threw you off? The story is deeply but gently satiric. Uh enlivened with an imaginative plot and brilliant use of nonsense that's what the back cover of my version of this book says and i don't think i agree i found that it was just nonsense and not really a brilliant double meaning use of nonsense it was just nonsense like this book reminded Mm -hmm. me a lot of a book we read a couple years ago called the phantom toll booth just in the sense of being like a fake world in a kid's mind that had a bunch of weird creatures weird inventions like mixtures of things that we know to be reality and um but it, i remember that one i don't know re- this better though i couldn't tell you what it was but i remember that one actually having a meaning or at least a lesson being learned from the whole thing this one it the was, only argument for a like lesson boredom. being learned was yeah. alice's older sister realizing that she shouldn't like educate her all the time and she should let her like have her childhood dreaming or whatever I don't even know. There's yeah. not even a good argument for it. I actually wrote a whole essay about how it's literally just nonsense. Yeah. Did that, did that appeal to you at all, or did you not? Were you not a big fan of the nonsense? Uh, it got it. It got old pretty fast. I was like, if I'm gonna spend all this time reading something, and it's not a long book, but if I'm gonna spend this time reading it, like I want to actually be reading something. Also, I thought I would like how much pictures were in here. I did not enjoy these pictures very much. Alice looks creepy. Yeah. She looks like she's about to shoot lasers yeah. out of her eyes or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, uh, oh, yes. I think that my least favorite part was the mock turtle. Uh, to me, that <laughs> oh, was like... Don't mention that yeah. name. I was like, what is going on here? Like, at least some of the other things had some like clever wordplay or were slightly amusing or move the somewhat non-existent story along in some way. But the mock turtle was just not complete nonsense. Like it was, it wasn't even pretending to be clever or funny. It was just nonsense. And to me that, that didn't really work. Um, but the poems were kind of fun, I guess. Sorry, you're going to say something, Tanner? No, I just hated the mock turtle. He was annoying yeah. and useless and told you a lot of really boring stories that weren't even funny. Yeah. Also, <laughs> it really bothered me for some reason. You know that feeling when you're trying to get something started that one person keeps interrupting and they keep doing it and you get so mad at them for doing that? That's how yeah, I yeah. felt towards Alice when she just kept interrupting. And I'm like, this yes. isn't even like a normal interruption or like a interruption. It was just she kept interrupting and it bothered me. I don't know. Small thing. All right, next question. Do you guys ever really find this book funny or amusing? Do you ever like chuckle at it at all, or were you just the Mad dry? Hatter, the Mad Hatter, the Cheshire Cat, and uh, um, well, the Mad Hatter, Cheshire Cat, 
caterpillar and trial scenes were the only parts where I actually like slightly chuckled. Yeah. It wasn't like legitimately funny. It was just and, like And and when huh. I say chuckle, you just mean like you're like you made you made a note in your mind like, ah, oh, that was kinda funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like nobody laughed out loud at this. I was more like, what is going on? Yeah. To actually like focus on laughing or chuckling or whatever. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. I like the caterpillar. Now now that we th- think about it, like it's actually hilarious. And oh, that's, that's awesome. Is, it's a great is part. Eating, is eating a mushroom and is like acting like a philosopher. But then it, <laughs> to me, I was like, what's going Like, what is, what is going on here? You know, to, to, to bother with that, I guess. But yeah. Yeah, the caterpillar's funny now. I think that's the funniest part, like looking back on it. It's the caterpillar. Yeah, it is. The Mad Hatter is uh, the only part where I like, oh, um, I, I just remember like barely chuckling at the Mad Hatter just because the Mad Hatter is just iconic and hilarious. Yeah, yeah he's iconic. Like just remembering from the movie. The just, king, I will say, the king had some, he had some funny parts. Uh, like when he whispered to everybody, you're all pardoned after the uh, croche- croquet game. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Too. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the courtroom scene was kind of funny too. Like it was, he... Like it was the one scene where I felt the nonsense and reality and cleverness all came together. Suppression, um, suppression, suppression. The suppression scene. That's yeah. the that's the one part where I actually think I laughed out loud just because it was like. So that's what they mean when they suppressed the court when they suppressed them in the court or something like that. I need yeah. to find the actual quote. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny, um, that scene. Uh, do you guys ever like like the wordplay, the clever wordplay, or anything like that? You know what I'm talking about. Like the. As I said earlier, no. Yeah. Yeah. So Lew- apparently Lewis Carroll or Charles Dodgson, he was more of an academic guy, and so like he was making fun of the philosophers with the caterpillar, and he was trying to use the clever wordplay to kind of, you know, make fun of those kind of people. I guess so. That's kind of what he was doing. Uh, for me, every now and then there was a little, there was a line or two that was kind of clever to me. I don't know about you guys. What do you guys think? Yeah, just every once in a while, it wasn't like I don't think it was what he wanted it to be. Just like every, like sent every new sentence just was like hilarious. Yeah, I think that for adults, it makes kind of sense the the wordplay and then for kids it's just kind of like too crazy but they they like it anyway i guess like they don't understand the the joke or something but it's yeah, kind of it's like, like when adults pull like a terrible like a terrible adult joke and then everybody around that doesn't know like every child around that doesn't know like the suggestiveness of it just starts laughing along with the adults yeah yep they they i think they understand there's something there but they don't know what it is so yeah all right let's talk about alice a little bit do you guys like alice at all did you find her a compelling character just feel like she was a whiny brat half of the time yeah she was a crybaby you know yeah Yeah. uh literally she almost drowned in her own tears so (laughs) true (laughs) yeah it'd be pretty sad it's like go to Alice's burial and it's on Tombstone and it says drowned in own tears. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then uh, in parentheses is like, no joke. 
<laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Do you guys like Alice? I kind of said that earlier. Do you guys like her? No. No. Yeah. She, she was annoying. Yeah. That's why I don't like this book as much either, considering she's the main character. So. Yeah. Yeah, these books can be fun if you have like a a, a kind of fun character to follow. But Alice is just kind of your typical, I don't know, seven year old child. I think the it, she's not like a three D character in any sense, anything like Pride and Prejudice. But she's meant to be just the standard little child that every every little person or not little person every every kid who reads this book can just kind of relate to Alice, I guess. But yeah, she's really unlikable, and a crybaby and petulant. So, yay! Um, cool. Do you guys have any favorite characters in the story? I think we said the caterpillar. Any anybody else besides the caterpillar? Uh, Cheshire Cat and Mad Hatter. Yeah. Yeah, Cheshire Cat, Mad Hatter. The Queen was funny, actually. I li- I enjoyed the Queen a little bit. Yeah, she Queen. The Queen like... and King, I think, were of of a novel that I didn't like. They were the highlights. Actually, it's not really even a novel since it's not long enough. But or a novella. Off yeah. with the heads. Yeah, and then debating about how to remove a head if there's no body yeah that was Patricia oh yeah i will say that was probably yes. the, the time of any other time that made me laugh if if it if there yeah was i just one. remember that yeah yeah that was funny so did you guys catch any points of satire or anything like that in the book or i know matthew feels strongly it's all just nonsense but was there any time where you were like yeah this is satire or this is pointing out something Absolutely not. I felt it. I agree with Matthew. It just felt nonsensical the entire time. I can't. Fig- I can't see one point where it feels like he would have been trying to poke fun at like something in real life. Yeah. Unless, actually, I take that back. The king and the queen. I feel like that would just be poking fun at like every monarch ever. Just like yeah, that actually feels a little bit realistic. Mm-hmm. But other than that, everything is nonsense. Like, nothing has a point. Yeah. Um, I think that there was actually one or two scenes where it's menace satire. So there's a scene in the beginning where she gets out of the pool and there's a bunch of other animals. And they're like, how do we get dry? And they run the quote-unquote caucus race, right? <laughs> and But they're like, well, how, it's a, how is it a race? Or no? He's like, just go and just go wherever you are and stop whenever we're stopped and it's kind of a joke i, I think at politics like you know uh democratic caucus or the republican caucus right it's just making a joke about how politicians don't actually know what they're doing and they're just making things up as they go along um and then that's the only i think one that's like set in stone for me like the other ones are yeah queen victoria tanner's kind of right to mockery with the queen and then also Maybe the courtroom scene at the end is just kind of a joke about the corrupt judicial system, but I think mm. for the large part, Matthew and Tanner, they're right. Like, it's really just meant as nonsense and satire, and, and not satire. I mean, yeah. All right. Any um final thoughts on Alice and Ventures in Wonderland? Would you recommend this to people? Uh, I'd recommend the cartoon movie. 
but not the book. Yeah. Yeah, yeah here's yep, what yep. I'll say. Watch the movie. You've read the book. You're finished. Mm, yeah. Don't waste yeah. your time. Yeah. If you would if you would read the book, honestly, just start when Alice meets the queen, skip the mock turtle, and you've got the best parts. So uh, Matthew, what about you? Final thoughts? Recommendation? Mm, about the same as my opening thoughts. Yeah. Anything to add? Okay. Says, nope. Um, how many Cheshire cat grins out of seven would you give to Alice's Adventures in Wonderland, Tanner? It gets two, just merely because there were a few almost laugh moments. Yep. All right. Say so what about you? I'd give it like uh two and a half. Okay, Matthew. Mm, two and a tooth. Two and a two. <laughs> I'm going to give it a straight two with Tanner. I'm going to give it a straight, straight, straight two. All right, guys, do some donor shout-outs. Where would someone go if they wanted a donor shout-out? Patreon.com forward slash booking it. That is correct. And true or false, And donate to any of our tiers that are $5 and up. Correct. And true or false, Tanner, there is a link in the description below. True. If you make it. True, true. Yep, it's true. All right, guys, I'm going to say the patron, and there should be enough characters in this to where you guys can name a character from it, right? Mm-hmm. If not, you can do repeat characters because there's plenty. All right, I say the patron, you guys say a character. Isaiah, Nana. All right, we'll go with the white rabbit, whatever his name was. Bonnie? The white rabbit. Okay, yeah, right. Matthew, you <laughs> promised. Tanner, Van Papi, and Wayla. Um, Alice, let's just get her out of the way. All right. Mike and Sylvia, Matthew. Are they the same character or two different ones? Same character. No, they're not. They're the king and the queen. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Isaiah, is that true? Is this true? <laughs> Your grandparents the what? king and the queen? Sure. <laughs> yeah, okay. Sure. Uh, Isaiah, your parents. All right. Cheshire nice Cat. Nice. Tanner, Uncle Sebi. The Mad Hatter. I actually feel like that matches a little bit perfectly. Does well, it? He was in the Dang. military, and he's, you're like, you're the, you're the Mad <laughs> okay, Hatter. Okay, we're just going to sure. take that part out moving on. <laughs> um, he's going to Mad Hatter. Matthew, and Jane, and Uncle Sam. <laughs> Don't forget the caterpillar. Caterpillar. Oh, dang it, I was going to do that one next. Come on. For who? All right, Isaiah, Moses. Moses. For Moses. All right, we're going Mock Turtle. <laughs> Mock turtle art, Tanner Zara. You, that's an insult. <laughs> um, uh, let's go with the dodo. The dodo, <laughs> that's right. Forgot about him. All right, Matthew, Anna. Why would you say it like that? <laughs> oh god. Um, uh, the little mouse that is like scared of Alice because she keeps talking about her cat. Who wants to eat the <laughs> mouse? True, that was, the dormouse? That was another part that really bothered me. Why'd you keep talking about yeah, the Yeah, she was like, she decided know. not to talk about her cat anymore. So then she talks about a dog that also wants to eat the mouse. Like, how yeah, is that yeah, a good idea? Like, She's like, yeah, yeah well, okay, fine. We won't talk about the cat. But I do know this really great dog. He eats all the mice. Oh, shoot. I said it again. 
<laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how it was. That's, that's not even. How is that the first thing you think of when you think about good qualities of a dog? He eats all the mice. Nope, never thought of that once when thinking about a dog. My sister's cats. They they do get uh they get some mice. Your sister's got cats. They do. Yeah, you knew that. Yeah. What? They were adorable. I love. Oh, them. Tanner. Yeah. Isaiah with bunnies. You with I cats. Love- what is it next? <laughs> what what is with me and bunnies? I never said I like them. Okay, you right, we'll, you we'll basically almost we will, we will clear we this up. We still have one will... patron to shout out: Isaiah, Emily. Emily's the flamingo they play croquet with. Yeah. Boom. Thank you guys so much for listening. Sorry, this was kind of a shorter episode today, but we have we're on a time crunch, and hopefully, you guys enjoyed that though. And we'll be back in two weeks with a passage to India. Hopefully that'll be a fun book to read, although maybe it won't be. <laughs> anyway, support us down oh below. Make sure to give us a five-star rating and review. And until next time. Keep on booking it. Oh,